Hey, <clears throat> happy Sunday, everybody. This is Izzy here on the Resident Report here on the Built in Buffalo Network. Um, here to talk about the schedule and how I think the season is going to go. But before I get into that, um, there is a gigantic freaking elephant in the room uh, for the tragic domestic terrorist event that happened in the city of Buffalo yesterday at the Tops Friendly Supermarket. Um, yeah, it seems seems like um, a reoccurring theme in our nation, and uh, my heart goes out to all the families who lost somebody in that event, and um, may they rest in peace, those who lost their lives. And I just I don't I don't have words. I, I don't I don't I don't have a lot of words for it. Um, it's it was a heinous act of violence and murder and let's just say I had a hard time getting up for this episode today uh, I really contemplated not doing it but then I'm not doing one next weekend because I had a family event going on next weekend and I didn't do one last week because it was Mother's Day and you know it might be a whole month before you guys get one of me so I don't know if there's anybody who's gonna really address this like I would um I saw some things about it and some of the footage and I saw three combat tours. No. Nope. Um, I hope he gets what he has coming to him. I hope that they charge him at the federal level so they can enact capital punishment. I wish that it was possible for the state of New York to just say, screw it. We're going to do that penalty one more damn time for you, buddy. One more damn time for you, because that was callous. And those families, just they just they get my prayers. I've been sitting here all day yesterday. I went to I went to the movies with my family. We went to go watch Doctor Strange. Um, I come out the movies. I take my son and his date and my other son to lunch. I get home, look at my phone. And notifications at the wazoo about what's going on. And I said, what? And, you know, I couldn't believe it. And I went from from sad to angry, back to sad, back to angry all day and night. Didn't sleep very well. I didn't eat today till like 2.30 when I couldn't not eat anymore. And that's the only meal I've eaten. Just... I can't stand to see this type of stuff happen. It's just. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not supposed to be like that. But, you know, some people are just, pardon my French, fucked. That's it. Some people are just there. And. Kids 18, I don't care. I don't care. So that I think I'm going to try and leave it there. I don't want this thing to go into like a political sphere where people are like, well, if this, that. This was a callous act of violence. My prayers, my heart, and my my mind has been on this whole thing. And I never thought it would be Buffalo or Rochester where I'm from. 
for Western New York for that matter, but I guess it was our turn. So deal with it, you know, get through it. This community is strong. It's the city of good neighbors. The city of Buffalo will, will push past this, and that guy's not even from Buffalo. He was not even from Buffalo, so fuck that guy twice. How about that? So let's go ahead and get into the schedule, um, which I was so excited to really get into before yesterday. And then, uh, uh, you know, you may see some four smiles here, folks. Just, I'm, I'll be real with you. You're going to see some four smiles here. And uh, luckily, that's really my natural demeanor is happy and smiley. But you're going to see some forcings here. So um, and you'll see some real ones, you know. You know, there's some things I can't help but smile at, you know, even in the face of sadness. You know, I've had sadder moments in my life because of my personal stuff. But honestly, this is probably one of the most horrendous, you know, things I've seen. So let's go ahead and get into the good stuff, right? That's, that's one thing I learned when I was in the military. You know, embrace the suck, hunt the good stuff. So. Our schedule, the 2022 Buffalo Bills season schedule, is comprised of 17 games and a bye week, and most likely the playoffs. Most likely the playoffs. Like, there's like a five, one to five percent chance that we don't make it, but we're going to the damn playoffs. Everybody knows we're going to the playoffs. That's what's up, you know? So let's go ahead and take a look at the whole schedule, and then we'll get into the particulars, okay? And they start early, and they come often, which that that's a smile. That's a real one. Uh, the, the, the particulars come often because, as Kanye once, once said, my life is dope and I do dope shit. The bills are dope. And they're they're on the cusp. They're right here. They're on that. They're on that point where it's time to move up. It's time to go finish it. Time to go finish it. I'm down to finish it. Let's go. Let's 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 go get that ring, the first one, because there's gonna be more than one. It's time. It's time. See you in Miami. I it's not my so it's, the Miami game is not my three day weekend, but I'm going to do my best, my best to go ahead and get that day switched out. I'm going to go ahead and see if I can't take two days off just to go to Miami watch that game with you guys. I don't. I I want to go to that game. I don't care. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to do everything I can do to get there. I was going to do everything I could to get there for the dang draft until you told me, Nah, we didn't, we're not doing that for the draft. And I was like, uh, Okay, so. I'm going to pull a rabbit out the hat. Don't worry about it. We'll get there. All right. So um, week one, um, there was a lot of speculation going into it, and everybody was just like, it's not official. There's no, nothing. The NFL put nothing out there. Is there, there were fake accounts assuming, uh, you know, places like Good Morning Football and Sports Center were saying the Bills and the Rams have to be week one. You know, like – it was crazy. It was nuts, right? And uh, and uh, yeah, I, I would love to go to LA with you, Dave. Um, 
if I could afford it and if it's my three-day weekend, which I got to check my phone, and I will be doing that while I talk to you guys about it. But there was so much speculation about the Los Angeles Rams game, which is on the 8th of September. I can't go to L.A. That's my daughter's birthday. But they're still going to be watching football with me unless I take them to L.A. Oh. <laughs> Let's go to L.A., girls. Oh, that'd be great. Go watch a Bills game and see California. Because we know how to party over here. But, yeah, it'd be um, it'd be a great thing, you know, a great experience to go see California. You know, the first west I've been is Texas. Um, or no, Colorado, excuse me. Colorado's a little further west. Uh, went to Colorado Springs and Denver. Uh, I liked it. It was, it was nice out there. It was nice out there. So that was for St. Patrick's Day. It was 40 degrees, but because you're up so high, the air molecules are further apart. Obviously, the air's thinner, molecules further apart. There was snow on the ground. It was cold outside. I was in shorts and a shirt. Sun shining on my skin. I was warm. I was fine. So it was nice. It was pretty cool. If you get a chance to go up to Denver for or, or uh, Colorado Springs for uh, St. Patrick's Day or the springtime, it's interesting. It's really interesting because it's like one of the most liberal, conservative places you can go. It's It's weird. It's like... Farm weed shop. It's, it's weird. It's a weird place. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. It, it is what it is. But uh, L.A., uh, the Bills play the Rams. And this is a prediction show. So I got to go and agree with Sophia Leonardo for a second. Sophia Leonardo, I look at the 17 games and I see 17 wins, barring any major injuries. It's possible, but... Everyone will be playing their hearts out against us. We have to earn it. Yes, you're correct. Uh, and it's hard to pick a, a loss on the schedule, honestly. If I was to pick a loss, it would be week one. Right? That would be if I had to. If you put a gun in my head and said, you can lose a game, pick one. Week one. But I, I don't see it. I don't see us losing to the to the Rams. I didn't see us losing to Rams if we beat the Chiefs. Because we, we would have ran through the Bengals. Because their corners weren't good. They were just fast. And we lost to the, the Chiefs, not because our offense wasn't handling business, but because our defense wasn't. And we don't have the fastest receivers. They did. They relied on speed, and that's how they got there. So when they played faster corners, they didn't. the speed didn't really you know, matter as much. They played us. We had two guys who ran 4-6 plus on the 40. The, uh, the Bengals had two 4-4 four, four guys, and one of them was Eli freaking Apple. Like... He's okay. He's okay. I mean, he's a depth piece on this defense because of his skill. He couldn't beat Levi Wallace out for his job. No, he couldn't beat Dane Jackson out for the job probably. But he was fast, and it worked out for them. Um, And good on him. It didn't work out for them in the Super Bowl against the Cooper Cup, who runs like a 4-7. So take it for what it's worth, guys. It is what it is. Um. But the Rams game, I see us winning that game. I see us winning that game on primetime, week one, Thursday night football, the game to open the season. Josh Allen versus Matthew Stafford, Stephon Diggs versus Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller versus whoever the heck their running back is or their tackle is. I got him playing the Zoe role. 
I'm not really sure where he's going to be going, but people think he's going to play on the D-line. I think he's going to play rush linebacker, specifically the zone role. I've been saying that for weeks, and I'm sticking to it. That's where I'm at. He's playing his old role, guys. You heard it here from Izzy. So week one, the Super Bowl champs versus the should have been Super Bowl champs. That's what's going on week one, and I got the Bills winning that game. I got us winning. Indeed. Indeed. Then, then we go back to the whole schedule, right? Because we want to make sure we, we got this right. Week two, Monday night football, 7.15 p.m. The Bills played the Tennessee Titans in a week one double or week two doubleheader for Monday night football. Derrick Henry and the Titans come to Buffalo to face Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, and the number one defense from last year in a rematch that we've seen these guys like seven of the last eight years, honestly, guys. Like, we lost the last two. We won the one before that with Lee Smith and and uh, I forget who else scored. There wasn't two guys you'd remember. Like, Diggs didn't score in that game. And I don't think Singletary did. I think it was like, it was like Lee Smith caught the winning touchdown. It was freaking weird. But that's that's beside the point. We see the Titans again. Again. But now they come to Buffalo, baby, on Monday night, and we got this defense revamped. You add Tim Settle. You add Daquan Jones. You add Von Miller. You add Kair Elam. You add speed, power, and versatility to this defense, and now the Buffalo Bills are well-equipped to deal with the problem that is the Tennessee Titans. That's a win. So I got us at 2-0, folks. 2-0. You heard it here first. No, you didn't. Someone else probably said 2-0. I'm not the first one to break down the schedule since then. I know our guy Rico over at uh, at BF, he, he shouted us out. And, you know, I'll give, it, I'll give it back to you, bro. I'll give you back a little shout-out here. You know, I appreciate you. I've been on your show a couple times, uh, you know, in, in short form. But, yeah. I, I didn't get to watch this whole show because, you know, I fall, fell asleep. I had to work that day. And it is what it is. Our Lady Sophia Leonardo, thank you so much with the super chat. Smash that like, folks. And thank you. Thank you for appreciating the show. It is like something I had to do, you know, even though yesterday and I thought about not doing it. But no, we need things to bring us together as a community, especially in these moments. Thank you. The mystery will be how much time will Trey miss, if any, and how quickly can he be 100%. Can't see us winning unless uh, winning less than 13. That should be enough for the top seed. Yeah, no, so 13 wins should be enough for the top seed, especially considering the AFC West with the gauntlet that they are to each other. You know, they all might split. It might be one and one and one and one and one and one. You know, one and one against each opponent in your division. That's four losses off the top. And then you're going to lose to somebody else. Every single one of them teams is probably going to lose to somebody else because they just got their asses whipped within their own division. That's hard. That's not easy. Like, if you got a gauntlet of a, of a division, like, look at the, the Bills, the Dolphins, and the Patriots in the late 90s, the Bledsoe, Kelly, Marino era, right? 
And the Jets were kind of like, you know, you sit over there, right? But that was a gauntlet in the AFC East back then. And then Peyton Manning showed up in 98. So you got the you got Bledsoe, Manning, you know, uh Flutie and Marino still. And it, it, it was it was a crazy division. Yeah, like the Bills had one of the best defenses. You said Bruce Smith, you had Sam Cowart, Ted Washington, uh Phil Hansen, Aaron Schobel was just coming around. Like there's a lot that 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 was going on with a lot of those with a lot of the teams in the AFC East back then. And you know, not so much, you know, now the AFC East is like the Bills and then who's coming in second. But the AFC West, nuts. Like absolutely crazy. But I got the Bills beating the Titans. Uh they're kind of a one trick pony. They don't have AJ Brown anymore. They're number one receiver that they drafted, Traylon Burks, showed up to camp fat and unhappy and puking up his guts, you know, and you know. I, I wish the kid all the you know health in the world. Please do not, um, I guess, judge the kid based on that alone because that's just it's, it's it's weeks out. Like we're like twelve to eighteen weeks out from you know opening game, so he's got time to get back into football shape. He just did the combine training for something that's not football, and then after he did well and got drafted, he probably went out and partied a little bit and let the kid you know the kid be a kid, enjoy himself just for a little bit, and we'll see. But yeah. I, I'm with you. I, I just can't pick which losses are which. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you games that we could lose. Like I did with the, the Rams game. We could lose that game. I don't see it happening, but we could lose that game. Uh, and it seems like we're being homers, but we're not the only ones saying that the Bills are going to be Super Bowl champions this year. And if you're willing to stretch that out, then you're willing to say that we beat every team out there, no matter what. So let's go ahead to the next one. Next week, on the 25th of September, we see the Dolphins at 1 p.m. Okay, we get back to the 1 p.m. games. We got Miami, who we've owned pretty rough for the last four years, where we're seven out of the last eight games. Uh, We've swept them the last three years. It's been rough for them, you know. Tough sledding, you know. Good for you guys. You have almost made the playoffs like two years in a row, three years in a row. Um, but you have a new coaching staff. You have you've improved your roster. You still have two to turn the ball over. That's where we rest that case. Uh, your quarterback doesn't line up with mine. You got great receivers, so do we. You've got you know an improved line, so do we. You got a pretty solid defense. We had the number one defense. Just yeah, uh, sorry. I don't see it happen, guys. Uh, I'm gonna I'm not gonna beat up the Dolphins too bad because. I leave that up to the Bills. There's just no reason for me to sit here and, you know, squish the fish when we'll do it twice a year. So, next game, the Baltimore Ravens. All right. So, it seems that some people think that I hate Lamar Jackson. And I don't hate Lamar Jackson. I think he's a fine young man who has a rare physical skill set that can translate well into the NFL if you can hone your mind. Um, Problem is... Scored a 13 on the Wonderlick test, and NFL defenses are too complicated for you to figure out on the run if you don't know where you're going or what they're doing. And if they know what you do on a regular basis, then they're going to figure out figure out what you're doing before you figure out what they're doing. That being said, I think we're murking the Ravens like we did last time. Like it wasn't close. I don't think it's going to be close. Von Miller's too smart for that. 
Uh, Greg Rousseau is going into year two. He had Jerry Hughes as a mentor last year, along with uh, Mario Addison. And now he's got one of the greatest pass rushers in the last 20 years in Von Miller on this defense, schooling him up, teaching him how to play the game. So, nope, I don't see us losing to the Ravens. I don't. They have great secondary, but I think our running game is going to be improved on offense as well. They got Marlon Humphreys. They got uh, Peters. They've got, you know, drafted a safety Kyle Hamilton at the 14th pick. Uh, so they improved on defense, but I, I, don't, I don't see them coming for us. I don't see them successfully coming for us. That's not going to happen. Uh, good luck to them, though, with the rest of the season. Then, week five, we have the Steelers. After a 4-0 start, the Bills host the Steelers. And we are hosting the Steelers while they have a very familiar face behind center. Yikes. We face the Steelers, and they're going to have most likely a very familiar face behind center. Former Buffalo Bill, former Chicago Bear, Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, I think that he will start over Kenny Pickett because I find it very uncomfortable to have a quarterback in my lineup whose name is Pickett. Just saying. He threw the ball, and they pick it. Okay. So, yeah, I, I think that. I think that's going to be Trubisky. Um, the Steelers are always solid. They're a very well-run organization. They'll, you know, tailor their playbook to better suit Trubisky's, you know, fit. He is a mobile quarterback. He's not as mobile as Josh or, or Lamar Jackson or or even Joe Burrow. He might be as mobile as Joe Burrow, but Mitchell Trubisky is a solid NFL quarterback. He's like a later stage, you know. Uh, you know, not later stage, but later half of the you know rankings and starters to best uh, backups, right? So he's a low end starter, high end backup. He could be a mid range starter, depending. We'll see. I've been holding that one for a while now. Pick it, baby. <laughs> I hope they play pick it when they see us, because that's what's gonna happen. We're gonna pick it. We're gonna pick it like people complaining about something at a rally or something, or you know. Uh, yeah, my, my mind is every, is not here. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and forgive me on that one. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and accept forgiveness already. Uh, but, yeah, Kenny Pickett, I shall. All right. So I got us going 5-0. and oh. uh, Their defense is solid. That one's probably going to be a lower-scoring game for us. Uh, that, that will be one of these games where we do score the fewest points, most likely, which will probably be 31 points. <laughs> All right. We're going back to the whale here. And then we see the Chiefs at 425 p.m. on a Sunday. How this did not get a primetime slot, I don't know. I don't know how this one didn't get a primetime spot, but the next week we did. But we'll get to that next, or our next game we did. The next week's a bye week. We'll get there, too. But the Bills and the Chiefs, man. Uh... The rivalry continues, but they are now without one of the guys who makes them dynamic, right? Tyreek Hill is now a Dolphin. Patrick Mahomes is still a great quarterback, but he's not going to have his speedy weapon that he can throw to in space and burn everybody. He's going to have to do it the good old-fashioned way, like Josh has, with guys who are not as fast. He's going to have to do it with Juju Smith-Schuster. And he's got Miko Hardman still, but he's not 
Tyreek Hill. He's not the cheetah. He's he's fast, but he's not that fast. He's not so fast that we can't guard you fast. So I think that this is a win for the Bills. We beat them last year in the regular season, thirty-eight to twenty. Uh, I think this makes it. I think this gets worse. I think this is like forty-five to seventeen. Like it, it, it could be that much worse. And I don't think we worry about them. This is a Bill Super Bowl year, right? But this is a game that we technically could lose if we're not mentally in the game, right? Like if the Bills mind f themselves, this could be one of those games. It very well could be one of those games where I see us uh, just just pooping the bed and having to lay in it. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think the Bills are going to go in there and handle business, right? Because this is our undefeated year. We're going we're gonna to do what the 72 Dolphins did and go undefeated and shut all those weird Dolphins fans up who are always talking about, if you don't say blah, 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 no, you can't say no, eh, shut up. We're going for a Super Bowl. If we lose one or two on the way, don't care. But that's potentially one of them. But I'd like for us to win that one so we can be out of our head when we see him again because we're going to see him again. And I think that if the Bills lose them the first time last year, that you know we might not be close in that playoff game. You know, like it's just the we can't get past these guys. They got our number kind of deal. We proved last year that they don't have our number. They just got us at the end. It happens. Ariza will be backing Mahomes up behind their tent. Hey, the punt god cometh. The punt god cometh. Let's just hope he can be a, a hold god too. Not like a, in the Cody Ford level of hold. So back to the schedule. Week seven is our bye week. Not a lot to say there. We're going to win that week. We're going to tie that week. We're gonna, that's going to be a tie game. Uh, week eight. Sunday night football against the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers come to Buffalo. So of all of our games, right, Thursday night football at L.A., we host the Titans on Monday, on, uh, on Monday night football the next week. Five weeks later, or six weeks later, because of the bye week, we host the Packers. Hosting the Packers. Let me go ahead and get my my face back up here. I got us beating them. They don't have Devontae Adams anymore. They don't have that guy who can outwit our corners and safeties. We have the best safety team in the league. Yeah, you you, you picked up a nice piece at a receiver in the second round. Good job. You got Sammy Watkins. Okay. Uh, And you have, uh, nope, uh, Mark, uh, Valdez Cantling is now in KC with Juju. Uh, but you still have Lazard, right? So you got Lazard, you got uh, Watkins, and I forget who they draft. Was it Garrett? Well, no, not Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson went to uh, who's the Ohio State guy who went to the freaking Jets, I think. Let me see. Uh, Packers draft. I'm going to look it up just because I got time and I got stuff to keep my mind busy from. Come on, Windows, don't fail me now. Round two, Christian Watson out of North Dakota State. I knew it was a big guy. Uh, six foot four receiver, you know, but so what? I see the Bills going out there and spanking them. Uh, their offensive line, 
I'm not impressed with it. Our defensive line, I am impressed with it. Their their defense, they lost uh, they lost some players, but they did draft uh, Devontae Wyatt, and they got Quay Walker. So they went Georgia all the way here in the draft for the uh, for the defense in the first two round, the first round. So they got two teammates who know how to play with each other at 22 and 28. It's impressive. Um, they addressed a receiver again later on with Romeo Dubes, but he's kind of slow. And they picked up a couple of offensive linemen, Zach Tom from Wake Forest and Sean Ryan from UCLA. Uh, and, you know, their draft was pretty decent, but I don't see it being enough to beat the Bills. They're not, they're not going to be able to match up with the Bills when it comes down to, you know, offense versus offense firepower. The Bills have never really been a speed offense. Uh, they picked up some speed. They picked up uh, Shakir in the fifth round, who ran a four four two, who is now I think the second fastest receiver on his team behind uh, McKenzie. But he's more skilled and he's bigger and stronger, and probably be, will be our kick returner. We'll see. You know, we'll see. I love a seven zero start. I do too. The only problem with the 7-0 start is, like, when you finally do lose the first one, it's like, oh, were they fake the whole time? It's like, all right, chill out, relax. We're not the Cardinals, right? So back to business. You know, I got us beating the Packers. Um, I don't have a score prediction for that one. But right here, week eight, NBC, football, Rodgers, Allen, Diggs versus Christian Watson, Sammy Watkins. Alizard, I will pick one. I don't care. Uh, freaking Devin Singletary and James Cook versus their Aaron Jones and whoever their backup running back is. I forget his name. And, you know, the number one defense from last year plus some players versus their, you know, rookie slated defense. Good job, guys. I mean, Packers did a good job. They, they built for the future. I think next year they'll be a lot more formidable than this year. But, you know, we'll see. We will see. Back to the schedule. Here we go. That's not the schedule. That's the schedule. Week nine, we see the Jets. We go to New Jersey, which I might end up going back to that game again because, you know, I like going to games where I can see my team pummel somebody, and that, that'd be one right there. And it's not going to be expensive because the Jets suck. So it is what it is. We're going to New Jersey. Go Bills. Cesar Flores. From Monterrey, New Mexico. All right. Or Monterrey, Mexico. Oh, wow. No, no, not New Mexico. Mexico. Like, actual Mexico. Go Bills, bro. All right. Fellow Latino in the house. So the Jets, you know, that's a pummeling. Then we have at, or excuse me, the uh, the Vikings come to Buffalo. They come to see us at our house. And this is the second time we see the Vikings. The first time was the infamous Josh Allen over Anthony Barr leap game. But this is um, Diggs and his old team having a showdown. This is uh, that game where the Buffalo Bills play the Vikings. And we have team players from that team that are here now and from this team that are there now. They have Harrison Phillips. We have Stefan Diggs and Case Keenum. So the flip-floppiness of players has happened, but... I don't see us losing this game. I don't see it happening. Uh, they could potentially beat us in a shootout with the weapons they have, but that would mean Kirk Cousins makes all the right moves, which we all know isn't going to happen. 
it happens once in a while. Like I'll give him that. Kirk Cousins is a very good NFL quarterback. He's not great, but he's better than good. He's very good. He's not elite. He's nowhere near elite. He's not great. He's very good. He's a very good quarterback. So Me too. But, you know, it's Kirk Cousins. Every now and then he'll have that 450-yard game with four touchdowns and one interception and just blow the doors off the place. And then next week he'll have 50% completion percentage for 190 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. And you're like, what the hell happened? His head got too big for his shoulders and he fell over. That's what happened. So, uh, yeah, I think that we beat them pretty handily. Uh, I don't. I don't really see it being an issue. Uh, the Bills go freaking eight and zero, nine and zero. Let's see. We are over here, Vikings. The Browns. This is a game we could lose. It really depends on Deshaun Watson. If he's you know suspended, how long he's suspended, how long he's able to practice, how long he takes him to actually get the new offense. Uh, there's a lot that goes on with this Broncos game, but the roster is stout. That roster is really freaking good. And they do have a decent backup quarterback in Jacoby Brissett, but we've never lost to Jacoby Brissett. We've owned him every time we've seen him. So I'm not scared of Jacoby Brissett. I'm not. Keep that stuff over there. I don't care. Joseph Rodriguez says, Bills could easily go 7-0 because the Chefs Titans and Packers are not as strong as not strong as last year. Plus, the Ravens are not as strong as twenty. Yeah, twenty eighteen Ravens were, you know, they were a problem. Actually, it was twenty nineteen Ravens. That's when Lamar won his MVP. Twenty eighteen, the the Chiefs quarterback, Mr. Patrick Mahomes, won it. And we got. Uh, I'm excited to see how all the draft picks are going to be used, whether on offense or defense. Most excited to see the impact of Terrell Bernard brings to the linebacker position and Kair Elam. Hey, I'm not mad at you. Uh, the one I'm most excited for is Shakir. Uh, when we drafted him, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even realize he was still on the board. I was like, oh shoot, he's still there. Okay. Is there any game I can feel like it could be a trap game? The Vikings game could be, could very well be a trap game. The one we just spoke about before this. The Vikings game could very well be a trap game. Uh, you go to comments and take that off the screen so I can see. Uh, the Chiefs game—I I don't see it as a trap game, but it could—it could be a game that we lose. Just depends on how everything meshes with them. Uh, but a trap game—I don't really see a trap game outside of the Vikings. But I think the Vikings are gonna be decent, so I don't know if you would call a decent team—you know, like let's say it's Week Ten, they've had their bye week and they're five and four. They're not a bad team. They're just they're they're a solid team. They're on their way to an eleven win record, which is you know fine. Solid team. We had eleven wins last year, and you know it was it was a thing. So I think that uh you know I think the Bills have a solid chance. I'm gonna see maybe the Bears could be a trap game. Like we go in there too heady and we lose to the Bears. Um. But I don't see us having a trap game within the division. The Chiefs or the, the, the Patriots, the Jets, 
and the Dolphins. You would think the Chiefs are in division, how much we have to talk about them. But I think that we sweep the division. Like, I don't think that's close. Like, the Packers beat us last year in, like, a tornado. And after that, you know, there was nothing really to do after that. Like, we just smoked them twice. We didn't punt one time the next two games. And the, the second of those two games, we didn't even kick a field goal. Like, there was no punts, no field goals, no turnovers, no nothing. We just ran right through them as if they weren't even there. Like, they, they, they didn't show up, honestly. If you, if, if you use the old football cliche, you know, you got to show up on Sunday, they didn't. But the next game, oh, hang on. Browns have zero primetime this year. Hmm. Maybe burying the Watson story as much as possible. That is very possible, uh, Miss Sophia. Very, very possible. And maybe Lions play hard on Turkey Day. The Lions always play hard on Turkey Day, but the Bills haven't lost on Thanksgiving. And we've had, what, three or two, two or three Thanksgiving games last three or four years? We're undefeated. Beat the Cowboys. Beat the Saints. Yeah, I don't see us losing on Thanksgiving. We'll be hard-pressed to find that one. And... It kind of feels like they're making the Bills a Thanksgiving tradition. I'm not saying they are. I'm saying three of the last four years, Thanksgiving. Maybe they're looking to replace the Lions. I don't know. Who wouldn't be looking to replace the Lions? But, uh, yeah, so the Detroit Lions, um, I see the Bills beating them easily. And that has us at 9-0. and 9-0. And at this point, we still have not played the Patriots. I got us walking through the Dolphins in Miami like we did every year. Next game is Thursday Night Football at New England. Check it out. If I'm having trouble predicting losses, I'm definitely not doing it against New England. It's not happening. I'm not doing it against New England. Um... I got us working them. They did nothing this offseason. They lost everybody. They drafted like idiots. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, but I got us pummeling New England again. And again. I don't see it happening. Sorry, that's 10-0, and Buffalo Bills. I will try to give us a loss here soon. But we play the Patriots again, the Dolphins, the Jets, and yeah. It's, uh, it's hard to find one. The, 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 the Pats... Again, they, they did Jack. They did nothing this week. This was this year to to improve the team. They're really kind of loading up for next year. But Bill Belichick's not really the best of drafters. Cole Strange is kind of an indicator of that. I mean, he could be a Travis Frederick type pick where no one knows why he did it, and then the guy turns out to be good, and you're like, oh snap! Well, he was a third round pick, but if you redrafted him later, he'd be a, he'd be a first round pick. But they actually drafted him in the first round, so it could be one of those situations. But I don't see it happening. Like. That's just that's where I'm at with it. Then the Jets, they come to Buffalo, and they're not going to win because they're not going to win. And then we have the Miami game, which is to be determined. So that could be a primetime game as well. Imagine we have five primetime games, a Thanksgiving game, and then if you look at the schedule, week 15 and week 18 are both TBD games. I mean, those games could be flexed into primetime, depending on what they're worth. So if the Bills are 
what is this, 13 and 0, which is where I got us at right now. We got four more games after we blow out the Jets. We got the Dolphins, uh, the Bears, the Bengals, and the Patriots. Uh, at this point in time of the season, it doesn't really freaking matter, but we're not going to let the Dolphins beat us. I know that. Right? So we're going to go and we're going to cream the Dolphins' corn. It's going to be over for them. We're going to smoke them. You know, we're going to have smoked tuna fresh off the grill. It's going to be delicious. And then we go into the Bears' week. And I didn't show our graphics that my man. Week 12, Thanksgiving. I got to put, I got to show it. My man put in the work to do it. Week 13 against the uh, Cheatriots. Izzy, my man, hope you're doing good. Yeah, I'm doing all right, Jake. Doing as, doing as good as I can, man. Yeah, I, I, the Dolphins, I'll, I'll get to your next comment in a second, Jake. The Dolphins could catch us in one of the games. That's lightning in a bottle or uh, uh, lighting out the backfield. Ah, I don't see it. The Bills will be ready for the Dolphins. I think that I think they take extra pleasure in beating their ass. I think that's what it is. Me and Justice couldn't nail down one definite loss. I can't either. I'm about to force one. About to force two. I'm about to force them. So everybody in the in the in the in the room, just know that I really don't believe we're gonna lose these games. But this is the scenario where we would lose these games. Just know that there really wins in my mind. But I'm giving us losses because at this point in time, at this point in time, no, not that that one. We are freaking 14 and 0. We have three games left. It's the Bears, the Bengals, and the Patriots. Now, I think that we go to Chicago a little cocky. Not to mention, it don't matter. We're 14 games in. We got the one spot. Who gives a damn? Who cares? Who cares? You go in there, you play Josh, you know, he may have a, you know, a very solid game. You put the backup in, but I... We go into this one cocky, I think. You know, like we go in there, and we're like, dude, we, we smoked the Jets twice, we smoked the Patriots twice, we smoked or we smoked the Dolphins twice. We got the Pats after this, like we're not worried about you. And then they just beat us. Like they, they get us 24 to 21. Just Justin Fields goes off and has three rushing touchdowns to kick a field goal, beat us in the last second of the game. We lose that one. Okay, cool. Right? We lose to the Bears in some awkward fashion that just doesn't make any sense. I don't know about resting players at this point in, in the in the season. I could see it if you're 14-0 and you know that you have three more games and it's a longer season than usual, so that, that's very possible. But it would be unprecedented. But then again, this is the second 17-week season, so we're going to see some unprecedented things, right? There's going to be some things that we see that you're just not going to normally deal with. I'm going to put my face back on here so you, you can see where I'm, where I'm at here. Like Last year, we saw things because of the extra game that you normally wouldn't see. That trend could continue going forward. You could see things that are done. Like if you're 14 and 0, and the next team behind you is like 11 and 3, like they got to win their next three games and you got to lose your next three. Maybe give your starters a bye. You know, like, like say the, say the next team is the, the Chiefs and they're 10 and 4. Now they can't beat us out. Right, they may win their next three games and go thirteen and and four, but we could go fourteen and three and not give a damn about it. We could go in there and give Case Keenum a chance, 
Sure. I mean, I, I could see it happening, but it, it, it would be very unprecedented. That's, all, that's, all, that's what I'm going to stick with. It was a joke by the end. We were 17-0. I had to say 15-2 because we rest at the end and we get caught off guard by one other. Yeah, so I'm kind of with you on that one. Um, 14-0, we might have it locked. Yeah, we might. It's very possible. Very possible. I was just saying that. I didn't see your comment yet, but I got there. And then if that is the case, they are not cocky. They're thinking about making history if 14-1. So maybe. Or maybe you're like, to hell with history, I want a ring. I want a ring. I'm going to rest my guys. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take a deep breath. Maybe the, the players are like, yeah, we, we need to go ahead and, you know, win every game and, and do this thing, you know, 72 Dolphins style, Don Shula style. But back then they played 14 games a year. You know, it's 17 and 0 at the end. You know, you got your divisional round. That makes it 15. Championship round, that's 16. Super Bowl, that's 17. We're getting the 17 games before the season's over. I don't think, I don't think, there, I'm, here you go. Like, I don't think McDermott gives a damn about none of that. He is here for a championship, period. ESPN has all the better teams, including Buffalo, at 11 and 5 wins. 11.5 wins, so maybe 12 wins gets number one seed. Maybe. It, it, it wouldn't have last year. I think the Titans won 13 games, so it wouldn't have last year. So I don't, I don't know if it's going to do it anyway. 20-0, I mean, it's possible, highly unlikely, but possible. I loved our 100% health crew last playoffs. I did too, but there was a blemish on that because he was an IR, technically not counting against the roster. And that was Trey White. He did blow his ACL, but that's not really a – like a trainer function thing. That's more of a freak injury that happens. Um, but you got to think we win the Super Bowl if Trey White's on that field for that Chiefs game. That game doesn't go that way if Trey White's on the field. That's one side of the field locked down, and then you had, you know, double team on on a Tyreek Hill. And you can cheat a safety deep just in case, and that's that. But you had to double team Tyreek Hill and Miko Hardman and Pringle and everybody. So that game was wild, but Trey White's on the field. It's a different game. It's a totally different game. So next game. Next game is, or we just talk about the Bears. I'm going to say that the Bears catch us. They just catch us. Catch a piggy by a toe. Okay, got it. The next one. The Bengals. This game can be lost. This game can very well be lost. The Bengals went to the Super Bowl last year. No one thought that they were beating the Chiefs. But on Monday Night Football, we see Josh Allen versus Joe Burrow for the first time in their NFL careers face off late in the season, fighting for the playoffs. Josh probably already in, but Burrow, you know, he might be fighting with the Steelers or Ravens or Browns. It's another crazy-ass division. Um, and maybe playing for their playoff lives. And we Bills, with our playoff hopes locked up, may either crush their dreams or take an L. I don't know, and I don't care. Um, I think we 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 beat them. So just know, the, the the Bears, I think we beat too. But can't be so much of a homer that you say, we're going 18-0 and 0 or 17-0. I, I can't do it. 
we're going to lose somewhere that we don't expect. We we think we should win every game, right? And that's not every year because we back in the day. We'd be like, I see nine wins, seven wins, you know, ten wins. This year, it's really hard to pick a loss. This would be one of them if I had to pick one. This would be this this would be one if I had to pick one. Good point. I think you're talking about my Trey White point, but like his injury, and then if he was there, we probably win the Super Bowl. And my man Jake agrees. If Trey's on the field, there's a banner in Highmark. You damn right there is, because Trey White locked down Mr. Uh, Jamar Chase and allowed T. Higgins, you know, the the double coverage he would have deserved. And then Taj Boyd would have had to face Teron Johnson, who's one of the best slot corners in the league last year, which is why he got pizzade. I think we I think we would have smoked him last year. This coming year, though, they did improve their offensive line. They they did improve, you know, their defense a little bit, uh, mainly by subtraction by getting rid of Eli Apple, I believe. I can look that up though. I just want to make sure. Eli Apple. Oh, he's still on the team. Oh, snap. Good for you, Eli. Good for you, because you, you used to suck, like, terribly. And some people still tell me he does, so. But this is one of those games that we could lose. The Rams game, the Bengals game, uh, the Steelers game could be a loss. It's possible. that Their defense is really good. Their defense is really, really good. And they stifled us last year. Granted, I think it was a freak thing, but very possible. Pulling this big bad boy back up here. Josh won't let Joe beat him. I, Josh didn't let Pat Mahomes beat him last year either, but we lost that game. Josh was the better quarterback that day. Josh was the best quarterback in the playoffs last year. But it's a team game, and it's just it's, it's hard to, to deal with that sometimes. It's hard to find a loss, but remember, we lost to Jacksonville. That's exactly what the heck I'm saying right there. We lost to Jacksonville. Don't know how, but it happened. Yeah. Uh, I think that they were as drunk as me and Paul Pozlesny were uh, before the game because that was terrible. Like, I was blitzed, and so was Paul Pozlesny, but that dude could put on a smile. That dude can sure put on a smile when he's hammered. What's up, Paul? <laughs> uh, okay, so Trey White will be back week one, according to Coach McDermott. If he is. And this team stays healthy all the way through. This team might be nigh unstoppable. So there's that. QBs don't play against other QBs. Yes, they do, just in a different way. They don't stop each other, but they definitely duel. They definitely battle, right? Like if if this is the stage, those are the rappers, and they are freestyling their asses off to try and get the other guy off the stage so they can move on to the next round of the, of the tournament, right? That's it. If this is eight mile, you got Eminem, you got Freaking Anthony Mackie or Papa Doc and B Rabbit, like they get on the stage and they are dueling, right? To just to just to get the upper hand of the person and the skill, and there's other factors involved, like the outside things, like you know, f the free world, and you know, he did try to bump my girl and this, this, that, and the third. Like there, there's other things that are going to be involved in this whole thing. There's, it's it's a variable thing. That's what it is. After this last playoff run, I've become a total homer. Look, it's understandable. 
Like I'm sitting here telling you, I don't believe we're gonna lose any games. I don't have a I don't have a loss on the schedule, but we're gonna lose one or two games, maybe three. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. If we go undefeated, I will clutch my pearls to be sure that we don't have a letdown in the playoffs. I don't think we will. I think that Josh is so determined, and I think that having Von Miller on the defense is so reassuring. And now having uh, Trey White, who is a pretty fast corner himself, as a four-four guy, and then adding a four-three guy to the to the mix as your, as your number two corner, having Taron Johnson back, uh, giving Edmonds and Milano two solid defensive tackles to rotate at the one technique to be next to Ed Oliver, and one of them can even rotate with Ed Oliver if it's a rundown. Then you got your your uh, your defensive ends. You got Basham. You got uh, Russo. You got Epinesa. You got Vaughn. If you think he's going to play there, I don't. I think he's going to be a linebacker. Uh, then you have freaking uh, Shaq is back against the run. Shaq was a monster. We were the top ten uh, rushing defense when Shaq was here. Shaq left. This defense tanked against the run. And some people say Jordan Phillips left too. It was like. We stopped getting sacks because of Jordan Phillips. We stopped getting – we stopped stopping the run because of Shaq. Shaq is back. This is where he fits. Now he knows he's not going to go out there and make great money on the open market anymore, right? He he basically got Bill Belichick. He got Bill Belichick. Like, all right, Jamie Collins, you want to go out there and go make money? Cool. You sign a three-year, three $30 million deal with the Cardinals and – or the Browns, and it didn't work out. Hey, you're back. Cool. We'll take you for $2 million, and that's all you're going to get. Oh, you, you you had another good year? Cool. Now you're going to go out there. You're going to go get paid again. You'll be back in two years, and then you'll be good again. And then you may get you may get another payday. Or teams will learn that you just fit my scheme and not theirs. That's really kind of where Shaq is. He's at the beginning phase of that Jamie Collins career, where he had six sacks that last year. He played his best ball. He looked good. He went somewhere else. He didn't fit, and then he bounced from team to team to team. He went Dolphins, Texans, Jets. I want to come home. I want to come home. Can I come home? Yes, please. Come home. We missed you too. You missed us more, but we did miss you. We did miss you. Our defense will be even better than last year, absolutely, which is scary because we were number one, but you know our schedule kind of gave us a few. Q duels of fates. All right. Cue it up, baby. I can't play it on here. So we'll, we'll roll with this. A QB can't shut down the other QB. It is the defense that, ah, da, 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 da. you better calm down. If that other QB is balling out, and he's scoring and scoring and scoring and scoring and scoring, and you can't keep up, it could very well shut down the, other, the opposing QB. Not always. When you have a Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, you're right. right? Josh isn't going to shut down Pat, and Pat is not going to shut down Josh. But when Josh played the Patriots, Josh started out hot. Touchdown. Matt Jones, interception. Touchdown. We got up like 27 to zip before, you know, they even did anything. Like, it was it was bad. Like, uh, an elite quarterback can shut down the opposing quarterback. And if it's a bad day, like, say, say Josh goes out there, lights it up, and Pat's just having a bad day. It can very well affect him because now he's got to force stuff that he normally wouldn't because he's an elite quarterback, but he's also an elite quarterback, so he's got to save the damn day. That's his job. That is 
where I, I would argue with you on that. We will have a top three offense and defense. Yeah. Which there. Ariza can take momentum swings away from QBs. Love that. He can take momentum swings away from anybody. The only problem with Ariza is we don't know if he can hold yet, but he did say he's been working on it for a year. So thank you for doing that. And two, he's got to work on his hang time. He's great at line drives for 80 yards down the field, but that doesn't give you a coverage unit time to get there. We do have one of the faster coverage units with Taiwan Jones and uh, uh, Saran Neal. Apparently, Saran Neal is a burner. Apparently, he, that boy is fast. Uh, I keep hearing from like Lil Dirty that you don't want that smoke from him in a foot race. And, you know, you got to kind of believe that. So we'll see. But he's got to work on that, that hang time. That's where he's really got to, you know, fix himself. So we'll see. We have one last game. And it is the New England Patriots to be determined. Uh, if the Bills and Patriots are, you know, vying for the division somehow. Let's say the Bills and the Patriots have similar records. We're both 14 and 2 or 13 and 1. You pick the record, right? And the winner of this game wins the division. The other team's, you know, the number 5 seed. Say that happened, then you could argue this game would be bumped up to a primetime game, to a Sunday night game, to a Monday night game. Very possible. The likeliness of that happening is low as hell. Slow as hell. So the Bills schedule looks brutal, but it, it looks brutal in spots. And we'll, we'll, we'll go over that in, in a minute after this. But I think we, we beat the hell out of the Patriots again. And I have us at 15-2 and two because I forced us to lose two games to the Bengals and Bears. Uh, otherwise, I'm saying 17-0. But to not be a homer, I'm going 15-2. and two. Totally possible. Very, you know, likely is 14-3, and three, I'd say. Week one is the Rams. And that game... Being week one, you know, you have that freak week one thing. Like, we lost to the Steelers last year. We had no business losing to the Steelers last year. We lost to the freaking Jags last year. That wasn't week one. We already knew who you were. Uh, that was just a bad game, probably overconfident. But week one, teams that shouldn't win will win that game sometimes. But I can't say that Bills versus Rams, there's a team that should or shouldn't win that game. Both of those teams are worthy of winning that game. They're both good. The Rams got better, too. They went and got went out and got Bobby Wagner. You know, they went out and got Allen Robinson. They went out and got players to fill in the roles that they lost. You know, they lost Von Miller, boom, Bobby Wagner. Not the same player, not the same role, but they went and got somebody to accent that defense in a way that would allow the position that is missing the guy to be not as good as they were. To put the guy who is there now in a better position to to win his spot. So there's that. Hey, I'm with you here. I'm with you. I'm, I was just giving an example. Say the Pats outdo themselves, right? Say they were like, they're winning seven, eight games. That's it. You know, they suck. They got the same schedule we got minus, you know, three games. But say they come out and they just outperform, you know. We go out there and we beat the Packers, you know, 35 to 7, and they go out there and beat them 14 to 13. You know, they're still winning games, but they're just not doing it like we are. Like last year when we beat the Texans 40 to zip and then they almost lost to them. There's a possibility the Pats, you know, keep up with the wins 
but not the impression. And then we see him in the playoffs again, and then we smash him. But, you know, we're killing the Pats every game for the next decade. Decade and a half, I will correct you here. I agree with you every time, Miss Sophia. This is where we disagree. Decade and a half. You're, you're missing five years. First half of schedule is tough. Second half of looks easy. So let, let's go over that. Let's go over that real quick before I, I end this thing. Because we've been over an hour and uh, I still got to eat. I, I've only had one meal today because the tragic events happened yesterday and I just I couldn't stomach it. But here we go. Uh, so the first, I don't know if I, I'd say the first stretch is that difficult. You know what I'm saying? Like the Rams is a hard one. The Titans is a hard one. Maybe they lost AJ Brown and Julio Jones. Like who are their receivers? Robert Woods is good, but you know he's a slot guy, and we have one of the better slot corners. Their, their outside receivers are, I don't know who. Uh, the Dolphins. That's a tough game. If Tua, if Tua turns out to be actually halfway decent, sure, but no. Uh, they're above average. I'd say the, the Dolphins are an above average team. If you give them a good quarterback, like say they drafted Justin Herbert, they'd be a great team, but they're not. So there they go. That's an easy win for me, I think. The Baltimore Ravens game is an easy win for me. The Steelers is tough. So out of the first five games, I got two uh, two easier games and three tough ones. The Chiefs game will be you know difficult probably because it always is, uh, except for the one time this year, but they had kind of not known what they were doing. Then they figured it out. Then the, the next – Five games. You got the Packers, which I think that will handle. The Jets, who I think will handle. The Vikings, who I think could give us trouble, but I think will handle. The the Browns, um, that's going to be a tough one. I think that that's tough. The Lions, we handle them. Then you got the Patriots. I think that we handle them. The Jets handle them. Dolphins handle them. The Bears is my trap game. That is the trap game right there. To be fair, the Lions could be a trap game. You know, I like their head coach. If I go back to on my word a little bit here, uh, I'll say that the Bears are or the Lions are a team that drafted well. Uh, I don't think Williams is going to be ready this year. Give me one second, guys. Let's step away for just a second. And I'm back. Okay. So the Lions, you know, they drafted Aiden Hutchinson. You know, uh, let, me, let me Lions acquisitions because they might be better than people think. Transactions. Okay, whatever. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, Jameson Williams, uh, Kirby Joseph, safety, uh, James Mitchell, linebacker Malcolm Rodriguez, uh, linebacker James Houston and cornerback Chase Lucas. They still, in my eyes, have a glaring hole at the other cornerback spot. Uh, they did draft Okuda, you know, a couple years ago, but he's been kind of hurt, so we'll see. But the Lions and 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 the Jets, according to Spin here, I think Lions and Jets, uh, the Lions are what the Jets were last year. Very possible because they don't have a cornerback outside of Jeff Okuda either. Let me go ahead and see their their team. Maybe maybe I'm missing something. Maybe they have another corner that 
I respect that I didn't remember they had. Let me see. Position, cornerback, Cedric Boswell, uh, Mark Gilbert, never heard of him. Mike Hughes, I've heard of him. He's actually solid. Uh, Jerry Jacobs, never heard of him. Chase Lucas, never heard of him. Oh, they got Melifanwu. I forgot about him. I don't think he played last year. I think he was hurt. So Ifatu Melifanwu from Syracuse and Jeff Okuda. So maybe they're confident with that. Uh, Amani Oruwariai. Oruwariye. There we go. Amani Oruwariye. I'm going to put this guy's name on the screen, guys. Or I'll put him on the screen. You tell me how I said his name, okay? Just because this is a little fun. A little fun here. Chrome tab. Amani Oruwariye. I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Oruwariye. Yay. What say you? I don't know how good he is, so I'm not going to jump on that bandwagon, but we'll see. I mean, I think the Lions are, are, are better than they were last year. I mean, kind of hard not to be because they were pretty bad. But I like their head coach, and I like the direction that they're going in. The Jets, like, they did work this year. They, you know, those first four picks, freaking Sauce Gardner, uh, uh, what's his name, Garrett Wilson, uh, freaking the defensive end from Florida State is Jermaine Johnson, the second, and then Brees Hall, who we all wanted. Man, listen, the Jets, I don't think they're beating us, but I don't think we're beating the brakes up the Jets like we have before. And I said we're going to handle them. Handling them is like 35 to 24, right? We've been handling the Jets way worse than that. Like, Bills versus Jets has been like, all right, well, let's go ahead and put this on, you know, one o'clock because it doesn't belong at any other time because one team is going to get washed. They're like, Mike White's going to come out there and kick your butt. You know? No, he's not. You lost 27 to 10 and 45 17 last year. Like, that, that's, that's, that's not handling business. That's wiping the floor with you guys. This year, it might be closer. It might be 27 to 20. It might be, you know, 31 to 22, 24. You know, it might be a one score game, maybe two. Last year, both those games were at three scores or more. 27 to 10 is three scores. 40, 45 to 17 is more than double your score. 17 to 17 is, 20, is, is 34. We scored 11 more points than that. Like, that's... It's a pounding. It's a pounding. The Jets are not going to be that much of a pushover this year. They'll be, they're not going to beat us, but... Yeah. Miami just signed Ingram. Which Ingram? I'm going to look that up. Miami Dolphins. Melvin Ingram. Ooh. He gave us some trouble last year, didn't he? Yes, he did. Not the same offense. Spencer Brown, a little older. Added. Uh, Ryan Bates back to the right side, even though he was left last year. He'll be right this year. Roger Saffold, this offensive line, very different. We'll see. I think he'll be a factor. I just don't think he's going to be what he was last year. Last year, he was damn near a kryptonite. Like, he was getting at us. I think the Lions are what the Jets were last year. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
seen some of these already. Draft Jets draft day was scary, but they're still the Jets. I hope. So. I'm gonna let the cat out of the bag here, guys. The Jets are my pick to be the Bills division rival going forward. Uh, maybe not this year or next year, but the following years, the Jets are the team that I think is going to be the toughest in this division behind the Bills. Uh, the Dolphins can't draft quarterbacks, um, and I think the Jets, Zach Wilson, can be much better once you give him a good line and some more weapons. Like last year, who was weapons? Yeah, Jamison Crowder and Michael Carter and I don't know. Who was that tight end that we that we lost that went over there? Uh, they they uh, wow, totally forgetting uh, our, our former Croft Tyler Croft. You know they they went and got C J Uzama, right? They got Garrett Wilson. They they've done some things. They've done some things. If they go out there and they win, you know, seven eight games, some guys might be like, hold up, the Jets they they're improving, they're getting better. I could be the guy who goes there and helps him get two more wins. And then I can talk my buddy into coming over here too, who's pretty solid. He, I'm able to talk, to him, talk him into that. He can help us get another win. And on top of that, if they won seven games last year, that's 10 wins. That's almost the playoffs, if not the playoffs. That's us competing with the Bills. Like that. That's how we did it. That's how they're, they're doing it like we did it. Like the Dolphins started doing it like we did it, but then they fucked it up, pardon my French, by drafting Tua. Right, but the the Jets drafted Zach, uh, Zach Wilson, who was a better passer than Tua. He's a smarter player than Tua. He's about the same size as Tua, but he. I, I don't see. I don't see how how he could be worse with the new weapons they got and CJ Ozama, Garrett Wilson. I think the Jets are, are are a little bit more formidable than we are giving them credit for, but we'll see. We'll see. I think I have too much Bills drought trauma to be as confident in the schedule as and wins that y'all are. So it's not that I'm confident that we're like gonna go undefeated and not we're not gonna lose games. I know we're gonna lose games. My 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 prediction is 14 and 3. My problem is picking which games we're gonna lose. Right? My, that's my issue. Like if I look at every game, Bills versus team, we win. We win. We win. We win. We win. We win. But going undefeated is highly unlikely. Like in order for the Patriots to do it, they had to have Tom Brady, Randy Moss, Wes Welker, and the best defense in the league. Like they, it's it's really like the best quarterback of all time, the second best wide receiver of all time, one of the best slot receivers of all time, uh, freaking Gronk, Aaron Hernandez, um, yeah, uh. Solid running back play. Like, they had to really put it all together. I don't know if we're there. I hope we are. I hope we get the Super Bowl undefeated and then just destroy Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. I would. That's my dream. We go to the Super Bowl against Tom Brady and we smoke his ass. Makes me feel like a, like a Kirk in Kickboxer. That might be before some of y'all times. Some of you folks might be on there with me. If you remember the movie Kickboxer with Jean-Claude Van Damme from 1989, Give me Dunk Paul. Give me Tom Brady. Let's go. I want to punish him for all those years that he got us. I'd rather have, a, have the Jets be a rival than Pats or Dolphins. I don't hate the Jets and their fans seem more. No, absolutely not. Their, their fans are way worse. 
Look, I went to the Jets game in New Jersey this year. And some of their fans were cool, but they had some of the most ridiculous trash talkers ever. I was literally trying to find my parking spot, and I was stopped. And a Jets fan stuck his head in my car window, shit you not, said, I bet you got Buffalo Bills draws on right now, don't you? And I was like, yeah, I didn't. But I was like, screw it, why not? Like, if I say no, I'm going to show you that I don't? Like, no. I'll just say yeah and be done with it. But, yeah. The, the Jets fans are ridiculous. They're like Eagles fans. They're really close to Eagles fans, which are pretty freaking savage. They're not the best fans in the league. I'll say that. But they are among the most savage. I'm about to order a Josh Allen Vapor Elite jersey. 400 bucks, but worth it. Oof. Vapor Elite. Um, so you see, I know the official authentic and then the replica jerseys. I don't know what a Vapor Elite is. Uh, I'm not that you know, uh, educated on the jerseys. So I, I know the authentic and the replicas. And I remember back in the day, we used to have replithentic, whatever that meant. So, yeah. That perfect wild card Pats game made me believer again. I rewatched it four times. Uh, I've watched the highlights of that thing at least 10, 15 times on my own. And then watching YouTubers react to it, I love watching Patriots fans react to it the most because the, <laughs> the look on their face is the best. No! No! <laughs> I love it. Oh, watching those highlights. Uh, I don't care about going undefeated. All I care about is throwing 500 yards in the Super Bowl to win. Hey, I don't care about the 500 yards in the Super Bowl. He could, he could throw for 250, three touchdowns, and an interception, and we win the game. That's all I care about. I care about winning the Super Bowl. I want a ring with the... Where is it? This logo on it. Right, that's what I that's what I want. I don't care. Josh can have the most horrible Super Bowl. They could be talking crap about him the whole offseason. Like he didn't play good in the Super Bowl. Like, uh, did he win? Okay, cool. Team game, baby. Team game. Damn, maybe they just haven't come out of the woodwork. Maybe. We'll see. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, brother. See, the perfect game gave me... Okay, yep, already passed that. Aloha, Will. There we go. Will Moore. I'm guessing he's in Hawaii, so aloha. Either that or you are in Hawaii. Me too. We have the first player to have four TD in a playoff game, and that's Gabe Davis, yeah, uh, the first wide receiver. You got to be specific on position because Josh also had four in that game. He had five the, the week before. So first wide receiver to catch four reception receiving touchdowns in a playoff game. He, I think he's also may have had the record for most yards at wide receiver in a playoff game. Let me look that up because he had 200 yards. Most receiving yards by wide receiver in playoffs. Not playoff history, playoff game. Jeez. Jerry Rice's name pops up because he played for 34 years. Oh, that's not what I expected. So, Gabriel Davis is ninth. So, the most yards in a playoff game ever in NFL history is Eric Moulds <laughs> with 240. Bills versus Dolphins, January 1999, wild card. 
And we lost that game. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. That sucks. But, well, that we lost, it sucks. But Eric Moles, 240 yards receiving. Uh, then it's Anthony Carter. I don't know who that is. Uh, he played for the Vikings. That was 90, 1988. I was also four years old. So, or no, I was three when this game happened. I turned four that year. T.Y. Hilton, uh, Colts versus Chiefs, 2014. Reggie Wayne, Colts versus Broncos, 05. Steve Smith Sr., Panthers versus Bears, uh, 2006. Jerry Rice, Niners versus Bengals, Super Bowl, 1989. Calvin Johnson, Detroit Lions versus New Orleans Saints in 2012. Uh, Demarius Thomas, Denver Broncos versus Pittsburgh Steelers, January 8, 2012. Rest in peace, Demarius Thomas. And then ninth is Gabe Davis. So, yeah, there we go. Dolphins fans think they are winning the Super Bowl, but they forgot they have Tua as their QB. Poor Tyreek Hill. Yeah, they're, they're trying to cover that stink up with Febreze. Um, but it works on couches, not on turds is what it is. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is my show. It has been a pleasure shooting the uh, breeze with you folks uh, and getting the tragedies of yesterday off our mind. May you guys have a wonderful evening, and go Bills. I'm going to give you guys time to say bye real quick. But, yeah, it's been it's – been uh, I'll keep, keep going with the, the outro here. It's been a pleasure, guys. Uh, I needed this. You guys probably needed it. Um, I chose to do it because I thought it was the right thing to do and go bills. You know, like that's what this is about. Go bills, uh, Buffalo strong. The city of Buffalo will recover from this tragedy. Uh, one of the people that had passed away was a 75 year old lady who, from what I read about her online, she actually worked at a food pantry and she might've been getting food for the food pantry to help feed the, uh, underprivileged. So, we lost some good people. We have a lot more good people. This is a city of good neighbors, Buffalo, New York. Uh, I live in North Carolina now, but I still go back home to Buffalo, Rochester area every year. I'll be going to a home game this year and probably to one or two away games. Probably the Baltimore game. That's the closest one to me, and I haven't been to that stadium yet. But, yeah, guys, like we will recover. God bless the city of Buffalo. God bless America. God bless Bill's Mafia. And I know that Bill's Mafia, we take our time out and we bless anybody that needs it. Bill's fans are the damn best. When it comes down to something like that, Bill's fans donate. That's what we do. Somebody disrespects the Bills, we donate to their cause. When the referees screw up a game and don't call any uh, holding penalties against the Buccaneers while we play, uh, they don't call any penalties against the Buccaneers while we play against them in a game that we lose in overtime, we donate to the blind hospital for the blind. Uh, we hurt Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. We donate to his Backpacks Foundation. Andy Dalton helps us get to the playoffs. We donate to the Andy Dalton Foundation. Bills fans donate. Josh Allen, uh, his grandma passes away. He goes out there and smokes that game. We donate to the O'Shea Children's Hospital. That's what we do. That's what we do. Bills fans have donated over $2 million the last few years since the time that Coach McDermott and Brandon Bean have been here, that I can remember, it's been over $2 million easily. That's what we do. We are a community that is strong and united. So go Bills. Stay strong. And um, let's go ahead and put our people 
you know, people at ease and just appreciate everybody that we can. And let's end this nonsense and hatred for, you know, our fellow man. I don't care if you're white, black, Hispanic like me, which means I'm both because I'm Puerto Rican. So it's all in there. I'm probably part I'm part Spanish and British and African and Taino Native American. and I'm all that. Right? So everybody means a lot to me. That's where I'm at. I am everybody united. <laughs> Just stop the hate. It's, it's, it's unnecessary. It's not necessary. Um, what happened yesterday was not necessary. Um, and I hope they bury that. To hell with throwing a book at that kid. I hope they bury him under a Barnes and Nobles. Just I'm over it. I, I, racism exists and I know it's out there and it's never going to go away, but the point is to minimize it as much as possible. You're going to have stupid, hateful people out there no matter what, but you know what? Good people overcome. And that's what you all are. Go Bills. Much love. Buffalo Strong. <laughs>